0: every team, every topic, everywhere this is believe.
1: han sido costosas. Bueno, pues aquí está Higgins. ¡Adiós! Ya cruzó la frontera, la 40, la 30, la 20, la 10, touchdown. Primer
0: this podcast I'm your host daddy mcduke I'm joined as always by Dr. D. D.
1: and John the Brain
2: that announcer was so
1: much better than Tony Romo it wasn't even funny he was very good
2: yeah that's what's interesting when I think DJ Reader tweeted that he was sick of
0: hearing Tony Romo did you guys see that no but speaking of DJ Reader John it's one of the things we want to talk about we want to talk about T Higgins and Duke Tobin's pronouncements on T Higgins and what he's going to do with him. If he's going to trade him. We also, John, we want well, to talk what they about pronounce. Why don't you just say it now? Well, we're going to talk about it. Why don't we talk and about I want it to now?
1: T- did you say his name weird? Like how did he pronounce it?
0: No, no, John, he said, well, you know what? I can play Isn't the clip Huygens, for you. Higgins, which is a, no uh, old German. No. Name. And, uh, John, basically. So as you know, that, uh, that, that that great journalist for the Cincinnati Enquirer, Kelsey Ann Conway, went on her own that show. That is not her name, by the way. And she interrogated Mr. Tobin. And it's almost a one minute clip. I'm going to play it for you now. Okay. Here we go.
1: Last year, T. Higgins was under contract Sorry. to us. He was a guy that we drafted for that reason, to be a contributor for us. He's not under contract now, and so we're going to have to work through how to do that and if it's possible. And we'll have to uh, go through the gymnastics of that. And so it's a different scenario than it was last year, I, you know, trading a, a high, high-level player that's under contract just because the future Uh, might demand it that's never really on my mind we'll see what happens this year I want T Higgins back everyone on our team would like to have T Higgins back again there's one pie and how big of a slice that takes and what else we can't do because of it we'll have to determine and we'll see and you can share as much as you want or little on this the whole like tag
0: and trade thing has obviously come up because of it do you have a stance on the tag and trade
1: I have no public stance
2: on the tag and trade. Oh, he's not wow. coming back. He's not wow. coming back. By the way, to yeah, the top, yeah. I love you too. He's yeah. not coming back. I mean, he you can not.
0: see the investigative journalism by Kelsey and Conway, who has just just moved around and a so much. T. Higgins is gone, guys. Well, well, but the interesting thing, John, tell me if I'm wrong. It sounds wrong. like for the first time that Duke Tobin is open to trading T. Higgins, and I think it's because he knows the value that the receivers have, yeah, and they don't want to pay him. But they're like, hey, we could get a first rounder for this guy. First rounder, yeah, get the
2: get the young, fresh pair of legs. I I think T. Higgins is great. I think T. Higgins is wonderful. Yeah. But when you can get a first round pick for T. Higgins, a disgruntled T. Higgins that you can't afford, what choice do you have, John?
1: I mean, I don't know who's reporting that the Bengals can get a first round pick. I think we can all assume. No, that's not what she said. Uh, I think we can all assume that the Bengals will want. First round pick, yeah. No. T Higgins they typically either overvalue uh, their assets it being their players or they're just really you know stingy about it. Um, but the only way that they can trade T Higgins is if they tag him first and then trade him presumably immediately after they tag him, which would be right before free agency. And the whole point of that is to not only get the draft pick for this year, let's just say it is a first round pick, right? But it's also to use the 21 million in cap space that they would save if they get T Higgins off the books after tagging him. The problem here is that there are no recent examples, at least that I can think of, or at least that I researched prior to the show, where any team who trades a player after they immediately tag them, there's no examples where they get a first round pick. Now they could get a second round pick, they can get multiple day two picks, and I think a lot of Bengals fans would be okay with that. The problem though is, do the Bengals want to stand their ground and want a first round pick? And is that possible to do so? So far away from the draft because maybe, maybe if they tag T. Higgins and then go through a free agency with this $21 million against the cap on their books, which would prohibit them from making some moves to free agency, maybe by the time the draft comes around and a team doesn't get the receiver they want in the first round of the draft, they trade for T. Higgins and give up that first round pick to the Bengals. That could be the only way that they could get the prize that they want for T. Higgins. And I'd say, yeah.
2: I'd say the nasty little lesson that the Cincinnati Bengals learned this year is that our defense needs stars just as badly as our offense does. And so we're going to need some of that money to replenish w- the defense, you know? Yeah. is yeah, DJ well, Reader coming? You said we were going to talk about DJ Reader. What's happening with DJ next year?
0: Well, DJ Reader, John, John, Duke Tobin said, we love this guy. He's a big part of what we do. Okay. We can get him for cheap because he's injured. We love that. He didn't say that. His I'm ga- sure he didn't say that. You were reading his mind. You said that. I mean, when you listen to Kelsey Ann Conway in these that interviews... Her
2: name is not Kelsey Ann she Conway. She gets
0: some real information out of these people. John, you're so confused. You're such a confused
2: human. Like you yeah. watch two channels John. and then the two channels of things you're watching in your mind become one channel. you been watching Fox and Friends... And then you're like, all the characters from Fox and Friends have now become the, the management and the, the reporters on the Cincinnati Bengals. These are two separate things.
0: Okay, John, here's the thing. DJ Reader, what does his contract look like and how interested are the Bengals going to be bringing in a soon to be 30 year old defensive lineman on his third contract?
1: I, I think before DJ Reader got hurt, he was already unlikely to resign with the Bengals um Considering he was about to be thirty years old, or he is going to be thirty years old? Bengals typically steer away from that, not just necessarily because of just the age. They're not scared of necessarily the number. They're not, I guess, scared of that player. In this case, DJ Rear on the being on the decline, right? They signed him when he was twenty-six, about to turn twenty-seven, entering the prime of his career. They believe that he's that players around his age are at that point where they typically just are past like their best days, right? So. I think there's still a team out there that would love a healthy D.J. Reader. I'm sure the Bengals would as well for a certain price, but they would love to bring in a guy like D.J. Reader for leadership and just the ability that he has, which is pretty rare in the grand scheme of things in regards to nose tackles. But I think now with his injury, because he's not going to be healthy until at the very least like training camp and preseason and all that stuff, so he could miss the full offseason's worth of, of work and practice. I think this gives him a chance to maybe come back to the Bengals because I don't think he's going to have that much of a market because he's not going to be able to pass a physical in March to sign for anyone. So he might have to wait a while maybe after the draft to see what his options are and to see what his health is at that point. And at at that point, his price will be probably diminished compared to what it could be on the open market in March. And maybe the Bengals will have interest in bringing him back if they don't address the nose tackle position properly. But I think the injury definitely opens up a lot of doors to that. But unfortunately, he's still in that bucket of players that the Bengals typically don't like to bring back.
0: Yeah. John. Okay. Well, that is sad because DJ reader, I feel like, I feel like it's not fair to hold the quad injury against him. No, John, correct me if I'm wrong. None of this is fair. Like this This is not special.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like he's not, he's not immune to, to this type of treatment. Like every player kind of goes through this, if they have to go through this specific situation.
0: Yeah. John speaking of specific situations yeah the Joe Burrow killer is gone I'm talking about Mike McDonald the only guy who could have stopped Joe Burrow in the regular season he was so successful in Baltimore as a defensive coordinator record-breaking season and he is gone he is the new head coach of the Seattle Seahawks are we going to see Joe Burrow, back throwing those eighty-yard bombs with ease to no. Jamar Chase and the seventy-yard bombs to no. Tyler Boyd and winning every game forty-one to seventeen against the Baltimore Ravens.
2: No, 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 enough. no, no. Because you're overestimating M- M- Mac McDonald's role yeah. in all of this. Listen, it's not just the Ravens who had Joe Burrow's number. Let's be honest, the Browns did too. Why? Because that's that's how it works. They're in the same division. They plan they plan in the off season to play the Cincinnati Bengals. They got Joe Burrow, a vo, Joe Burrow voodoo doll in their lockers. They got a Joe Burrow, you know, card where they've drawn a mustache on it in their lunch boxes. That's how it is when you're in the AFC North. When you're in the AFC North, your entire life revolves around how to beat Joe Burrow, and that's why they're going to bring someone else to
1: plan to do
2: what McDonald had done for them,
1: John. The, the whole McDonald thing was it was such a strong juxtaposition from where Don Wink Martindale was when he was the defensive coordinator for a few years and then his last year in 2021 obviously he was you know, he's always been a really aggressive play caller and blitzer and burrow back in that you know part of his career he was eviscerating the blitz right he wasn't doing that so much this year because he was injured but when he's on like he can get the ball really quickly and he can target those guys in one-on-one coverage like that was the, the, that was unfortunately for the Ravens, like that was their Achilles heel. like they didn't have the cover guys on the outside to, uh, to cover you know Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and they couldn't get the Blitz home in time and Unfortunately, Martindale's scheme for the Ravens were, were just eviscerated. So McDonald did the, the exact opposite. He dropped back in zone. He only rushed three or four guys. He kind of disguised some blitzes. He kind of showed pressured sim, or simulated pressures and then ended up dropping back six or seven. And that led to a lot of the explosive plays going away for the Bengals and Joe Burley, but led to Jamar Chase having to win in different ways against the Ravens defense. Yes, he still won you know a couple games against them over the past two years, but it was very, very ugly, low-scoring types of games where they just had to grind out and make every one of those possessions Counts. So I think the Ravens recognize the, the formula to best uh, stop and limit Joe Burrow as best as they can, but McDonald, like his, I, th- I think his, you know, his overall defensive mind and you know prowess in that regard like it it definitely will be missed and i think they will do their best to hire someone that can implement a similar type of scheme maybe someone that's worked with him over the past couple years in that defense will probably be some type of internal hire but yeah it's 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 a definite win because his scheme was definitely the exact opposite of what the ravens were doing before and that's what led to those results
0: yeah well in other news john after lighting nfl defenses on fire at former Atlanta Falcons head coach Arthur Blank,
2: yeah,
0: goes to Fill Pittsburgh in the blank later. Arthur Blank goes to Pittsburgh where he'll get to work with Mason Pickett or Kenny Rudolph, yeah, and one of the greats with, as the offensive, as the legends, new, as the new offensive coordinator of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Kenny John. Rudolph
1: is definitely a guitarist from the 70s. You can't convince me that he's not. Mason John, Pickett sounds like a Confederate soldier, personally. But John, which one are we celebrating more? I
0: mean, how, much, how happy are you by like, the fact you, you, that, yeah.
1: You said in jest that Arthur Smith was lighting defenses on fire. He lit his own offense on fire in Atlanta, and he got plenty of flack for kind of big-braining himself and not utilizing the players that were drafted to him in the top 10 on offense. And, that, and that who, are those probably, players?
0: who are those players, and why do you think they didn't reach their potential?
1: Uh, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, and Bijan Robinson, who on the same offense would scare a lot of defensive coordinators, but uh, albeit part of it was un, you know underwhelming quarterback play from Desmond Ritter and company, but it was also just, like they were almost like decoys in that offense, and I don't know if just play calling on top of managing the game as a head coach was just far too much for Arthur Smith, or he just forgot everything that he was doing with the Tennessee Titans when he was just overusing the likes of A.J. Brown and, and Derrick Henry with the Titans, so I think that's more or less going to be what the plan is with Pittsburgh. Um, Obviously, a a great understanding of under-center play action and diversifying the run game, and obviously that's what the Steelers are trying to do. They're trying like hell to get anything out of Najee Harris, and I think Jalen Warren's a good player too, but they have receivers that need to get more creatively involved too. So maybe the switch back to just being the offense coordinator will do well for Arthur Smith. But if I'm I'm a Steelers fan, I don't think really this – this hire really moves the needle it still really depends on who's going to be the quarterback and until they bring in a serious guy there i don't really see how arthur smith can do much
2: yeah but kudos to the steelers how is it that they can be so bad and every year do so well i mean it's got to be tomlin it's got to be mike tomlin what else is it i mean the team doesn't look good and then they don't have a
0: great year and look at how far they got yeah well, they, they always, John, they always have a nastiness. They always seem to win in the trenches, the Steelers. No. It's like you can't kill them. They no. don't, just won't die. Like a, like, like a roach or something. Yeah. Not like I would ever kill a roach. Well, I think you just admitted to live on air. John, all right. I want to move on to something more timely. Okay. I want to say to the, the NFL fans out there, how dare you? compare Brock Purdy to Joe Burrow. What do you mean? These guys are polar opposites. And I don't just mean that Joe Burrow was drafted first overall, Brock Purdy was drafted last, but I mean, Joe Burrow is the system, and his coaches have gone on record essentially admitting that. Brock Purdy is the beneficiary of the greatest offensive system in the league right now, a Kyle Shanahan offense that saw Jimmy Garoppolo go to the Super Bowl. And Brock Purdy has the best tackle in the league blocking for him. Brock Purdy has a far better offensive line. Joe Burrow was was like barely able to breathe in those playoff runs where he was, you know, essentially just trying to survive, you know, not to drown back there behind that offensive line. I think that and, and and the reason a lot of people what people are doing nowadays, John, is they're throwing up these stats trying to say, hey, look, Brock Purdy's the next Joe Burrow. And you know, they talk about the similar completion percentage, around 70%, the similar win-loss record in their, you know, or touchdown-to-interception ratio in their second years, right? 34-14 to 14 for Burrow, 31-11 to 11 for Purdy, and the average yards per game, 288 for Burrow, 267 for Purdy. John, this is like the most basic level of NFL analysis in the world.
1: That's not the most basic level. I will give you the most basic level. Throw throw up the graphic again. Duh, get 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 my face out of here. Throw up the graphic. You, you see see the faces that these two are making, right? On the right, you have just a young, vibrant kid in Brock Purdy who who, who knows he doesn't belong here, right? He, he knows that he's in way over his head. He knows he's in the perfect situation. All he can do is just sit back and enjoy all of the success that has been given to him, that he's barely doing anything because of it. He's doing his best trying to throw these games away with interceptions or with touchdowns that bounce off the face of a safety trying to catch the ball. He's just having the time of his life because he knows he doesn't belong here. The guy on the left, however, stern, focused. Determined right the production above his head in in that second year like that. That was the expectation, right? He knows that he can do better He knows that he can still grow and he did a phenomenal job anyways these two are not the same at all That's the most basic by the way
2: They're not the same, but um, I think that the the question it begs the question so what I mean at the end of the day it's about winning and losing games and Brock birdie can win games. I've seen that kid play. He's got heart. He throws nicely on the run Okay so he's a systems QB. So maybe that's what they needed. If he's filling the role Oh, well, he's doing a great job. Works. But but it's it's Yeah, but would, would Joe Burrow even be better on the 49ers? I understand he's a better quarterback. But it's like if the speed limit is 65, Wait, hold on. Hold hold on. on hold, 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 hold. If Rock, the speed limit hold on, hold, 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 hold. if hold the speed on. limit is 65 and you got a Lamborghini, who cares? Yeah, no. You could your 65 John. and my 65 in my Toyota Corolla, same thing.
0: Can we okay? just review the facts here? Brock Purdy was losing by what, three scores, John, at home in the playoffs. And then the Lions dropped like five clutch passes. And they just unraveled. No, no, no. Well, that's how they got to that position. But, John, they crumbled. They crumbled. Their receivers let them down. I think that's the biggest thing. I was actually very impressed with Jared Goff. I really was. Me too. I think he made all the right passes. Yeah, he looked
1: good. He's he's a better quarterback. Um, yeah, yeah, the Lions dropped a lot of passes. They Again, they dropped an interception that ended up being essentially John- a touchdown. Uh, and then the Lions flag, fumbled though? on the... Infol- it wasn't going to be pass
0: interference on that touchdown? What was I don't the know flag?
1: That. And then the, and then they fumbled in the next possession. So, yeah, like, yeah. the Lions basically got the four back in there.
2: And there was the dumb call. Oh, The, the, the fourth yeah. down. The fourth down where they should have done the kick.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry, but... We have to, we have to cover the news here and the breaking news. And yeah. I just want to share something mm-hmm. that's way bigger than any game that's coming up in the next few weeks. Andrew Siler is going to be a dad guys. Wow. Wow! Yeah. Little baby Siler. There you go. There you go. And we couldn't be happier or prouder yeah. of, yeah. I feel like there's was a, it was, he's, I mean, this kid is going to grow up as a fan of uh, the number One Bengals podcast. And um, we will hope to get the kid on now, the show as soon as If it's a boy, can. you
2: can name him Hoji, and if he's a, if a girl, daddy.
0: Yes. Yes, there you go. All right, John. Okay, I want to move on. Unless you have anything else to say. Well, we talked about the Lions. I want to say what something about What about Joe Burrow's house? Yeah, I wanted to get to Joe Burrow's house, but first I want to finish on the Lions, John. On the Lions. The Detroit Lions had an impressive run, no doubt about it. Yeah. But that is nowhere near as impressive was what the Bengals did two years ago. Why not? Because the Bengals are the only team I can remember in recent years to have that kind of playoff success with no blocking up front, with essentially no offensive line. You're talking about the first time or the second time? Both times, but especially the first time. John, I mean, you look at all these other playoff teams. The first time I give you. The first time I give you. Well, the second time, by the time we got to the AFC Championship game, John, it was the same level of blocking. Like, we were missing so many guys. That offensive line It might line have been was, worse. Might have, might been, have worse. been worse. Okay. And so, yeah. And so, you have... That is almost a miracle, John. I mean, you, you talk about the Lions. They have a great offensive line. 49ers, I don't know where they are at this point of the season, but they started with a great one. And, you know, any of these teams, I mean, Not even the, the Chiefs, Chiefs. Average, average. You could say average, right, best. John?
2: Yeah. And they don't have great receivers either. Let's be honest. Yeah, The Chiefs have accomplished what they've accomplished because of great coaching and because of great certain great role players
1: on the team. Chiefs have a pretty good offensive line. Pretty
0: good, yeah. I think it's yeah. okay. So I, I just want to say I love the Lions. It's impressive. I love the whole, you know, it has that cachet that, hey, you know, we haven't won for 30 years, or whatever. But you are not comparing the same thing here with that Bengals run. That okay. was but another. But here,
2: here's another question. I'm surprised you're not addressing all the conspiracies about the Chiefs that people are saying. Yeah. And people are really saying this. I okay. was watching the news. I'm going to- and people are saying that the NFL is fixed so that the Chiefs will win and Taylor Swift will be able to, to celebrate on camera. This is what What's funny are saying. is
0: this is the first year, John, even with the whole Taylor Swift thing going on, this is the first year I can recall where I don't see any egregious cause in favor of the Chiefs. This is like the best officiating I've seen in the playoffs. So that's, because, that's because Mahomes was so rude to them. They've, he's
2: lost their... No, their no.
0: I, I think these games have been pretty cleanly called, John, these past few playoff games. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Yeah. And I would say something else. I'm going to finally do it. Do it. And, ad- and admit that Patrick Mahomes is a pretty good quarterback. No, he's look, he's he's a very good this quarterback. Just pretty good. Okay. Here's the thing. I was never convinced by his playoff success. The way I didn't I didn't think that it was Well, here's what I mean, John. His first Super Bowl, he was not impressive. He was not. He he did not No he quarterback big is always play. impressive though, that Okay, fine. That you know, he fell apart the second half of that Bengals Even Joe Burrow has that AFC updates. Championship game. Yeah, but but I, I understand. And that's exactly what I want to say is what impressed me about Mahomes is John, he threw like forty times against the Ravens, one of the best defenses. His yards per attempt was not high. He just got the job he done. He got it
2: done. I give you that. And
0: that and that is what I really yeah. am starting to respect about Mahomes, the way I do with Burrow, is yeah. that he is he is winning ugly this year. His good. yards per attempt, his touchdown yards per attempt, they're way down, John. Yeah. He's not the flashy Mahomes of his you know, first year of starting, where you threw 50 touchdowns, you know, 5,000 years. He's not that Mahomes. He's no. a grinded-out Mahomes, and that's no, pretty that,
2: impressive. There'll come a day when 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 Andrew Sealer is, is, is sitting around with his great-grandkids, and they're yeah. going to be like, great-granddad, how is it, how was it to be living in a time when you could watch both Pat Mahomes
0: and the great, you know, Joe Burrow, uh, Joe Burrow. playing? Well, I'm glad together. that you can admit... The greatness of Joe Burrow on the show after, I mean, telling, us, after telling us Lamar Jackson is this, Lamar Jackson is the greatest, he's the best QB, and it's nice to hear.
2: You find well, I, I think Lamar Jackson is quite good. I, I mean, he didn't do
0: great in one game, he's never though, been going to the playoffs, he's never been a good passer. He the had playoffs, one good once. playoff game That was that was that was a game that got out of hand. John, like he every one other time game, he's had success, he has started, he 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 got the defense loose with his legs. Like he always does. And then when things got out of hand, he made some big passes. He's never won a playoff game starting with his arm. John. I mean, look, if you're gonna compare
2: everybody to Joe Burrow, no, there's just one Joe Burrow. Nobody can. No yeah. one can complete. I get it. I've seen Joe Burrow play. It's once in a lifetime kind of stuff. I want to hear from John. John.
1: About what? I think I think you've been harsh on Patrick Mahomes, and part of that is because you don't realize that Patrick Mahomes was like 24 in that first Super Bowl. Joe Burrow was still 24 when he was at LSU, essentially. There's a difference here in terms of the experience, and Patrick Mahomes was never considered a finished product when he really even started uh, playing games for the Chiefs. Um, I think what you see now and why you're starting to appreciate it now is because like he's at that same point that when – you know, Joe Burrow started to finally mature as a passer. Like they they've they've gotten essentially to the same point in their careers because Mahomes has played more, but he was started off pretty young. So um he's always been phenomenal. I don't think that's ever been the difference. But uh someone like you who appreciates the, the other details of quarterback play, you might just finally be starting to realize it.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's fair. But also John, I, I I'll be honest, it's a little bit of jealousy because I don't. I can never admit he's better than Burrow. It's not because I'm a Bengals fan or Burrow fan. I just don't see it. I just don't see it, John. Because no, John. Because Burrow has had much more of an uphill battle. You have to admit it.
1: Okay, we have to start. We have to start just for once separating Burrow's play from his offensive line. It can't just be a crutch. It's the coaching too,
0: John. It's the schemes too. John, nobody has had to overcome. It's the franchise. It's the franchise the history too. It's the franchise history too, John. No. It's all of the stuff that he no, has done not. as a leader, as a visionary. What? What as, in God's name did the Chiefs
1: yeah. ever do before Patrick Mahomes?
0: weren't they in the AFC Championship game like the year before? No. They were. They were in the divisional round. I mean, John, what are you talking about? They were. They were, they were perennial.
1: They were perennial playoff chokers under John. Andy Reid. You remember when wait, they had wait,
2: wait, Slimer? Wait, 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 wait. They had they had shat and Slimer. Marty shat and Slimer, That the guy was good.
1: He was the, guy the Chargers it was like wasn't he? Thirty years ago.
2: And then they had they had they had the great uh, quarterback.
1: The Chiefs wanted Montana. Andy Reid. The Chiefs fans wanted Andy Reid out of there before Patrick Mahomes got there. John, Mahomes
0: plus Reid is fantastic. I acknowledge that. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, John. Let me ask you something. Let me yeah, ask you something. Please. Do you think Alex Smith is a Hall of Famer? Yes. No, no. no. How could Mahomes not win the starting QB job from him his first year? I'll tell you why. And, and this is not. Hold on, John. I understand he was very young, John. Mahomes is a guy with perhaps the most physical ability we've ever seen at QB. And I'm not talking a Lamar Jackson's run around. I'm saying overall physical ability that you need in a QB. The arm strength. The accuracy. The arm strength. He's got an. He's got the escape. Good mobility. He's got. Yeah. He's got the the. Yeah. Weird walk. Though. But. But John, but with that sort of ability, with that sort of ability, if you don't refine it, if you don't sculpt it early on, it can backfire on you, right? Okay. And so him being in that system that long and toning it down, and I think having Alex Smith as a mentor was the perfect combination. Alex Smith is the opposite. He's too conservative, right? He's he's just kind of, you know, like you said, dink and dunk. He's always scared. He doesn't, you know, whatever. But... I think that you know Mahomes through that process, having a tidy kill, who just can get down the field as fast as you want, and, and Mahomes can sling it and zip it to him immediately. All of that got him on the right track early. Joe Burrow was faced with a mess in oh, Cincinnati. Come on, come oh, on. Come they, on. They, there is a reason that the Bengals had the first overall he pick. He
2: came in. There's the, a reason a. Green, they haven't AJ Green was on the roster. AJ Green was on the roster. AJ Green
0: was crippled by the time he got done. Well,
2: crippled? Know. He was doing yeah. great. He was fine.
0: Joe
1: Burrow has played one year of football without Jamar Chase, by the way.
0: John, we saw him without Jamar Chase and Tee Higgins last year. And he was making Trenton Irwin and all these guys look good. John, I know. name me one. Name me one as starter from the offensive line in Super Bowl 56. Okay, there you go again. There you go again, dude. Why no. can't you compare him as passers? Okay. Be- because, John, we saw Mo- uh, Mahomes in the Super Bowl with a bad, but not historically bad offensive line. Dude, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that Chiefs and don't offensive tell me about those was, don't tell me about those incomplete passes. The fancy chi- incomplete passes. That John.
1: Chiefs offensive line was worse than the Bengals offensive line in the Super Bowl. It was not.
0: You cannot. Oh my, it does they not They gave get up worse. forty pressures,
1: <laughs> John. It was John. the worst matchup at the very least because the Bucs were really good rushing the passer that year. But, but anyways, Mahomes sat for a year. Like it's not okay, like. Okay, but he that was the, that Super not,
0: Bowl was not close. That Super Bowl was not close
1: against the Bucks.
0: Joe Burrow I, had the game. I, I recognize that last he was pressured forty
1: times. <laughs>
0: He he. Anyways, point is, John, okay, you're okay, never okay. going to be able let, to let's, convince let's, me. Let's let's hold on. Let me just yeah. ask
2: one final question. Let's say tomorrow the weirdest thing happened, and for the start of the next season, Joe Burrow goes on the Chiefs, and Mahomes comes on the Bengals. Now, who's the better team?
0: Be honest. Joe Burrow goes to the Chiefs. Yeah. Mahomes goes to the Bengals. Yeah. Let's
2: be honest. I'll go first, because it's my I, question. A hundred percent, the Kansas City Chiefs are unbeatable. You I put Chuburo on that team, he's unbeatable. I agree. Mahomes, he would be okay.
0: He would probably not get as far as Burrow, but I think they would be playoff contenders. I would say this. I think that Mahomes' stats go way up with those kind of receivers, as long as they have okay blocking. But I don't think he can get it done in the playoffs with the Bengals. No.
2: I don't think he's got the nerves. I don't think he's got the grit.
0: I just don't. think, I don't he think he's the, got the he has, confidence. Doesn't have the I think what you remember. You guys are
2: ignoring the spiritual level. Joe Burrow, he he gets his powers from an ancient source. From he does wait from crystals, John? Where are you going, John? John come back. There are, John. Listen, I, this is an ancient. He always leaves art. when you bring
0: up crystals. Every time you bring up the crystals, he leaves.
2: John, I was getting hot!
0: How do we do the show without John? Is there anybody in the chat who happens to know something about football? So you can finish the the show. Okay. Right. Well, Hoji. Yeah. Okay. Hey, is Let that us- all we got? What about the mansion? Let's we get talk to the about mansion. mansion. We're, okay, let's so, get let's let's to the Let's talk about
2: some dumb stuff until John is okay with us again.
0: Yeah. Alright, let's get to the mansion because... Show the picture of the mansion. I don't have it now. But here's the thing, Dr. Hoji. Okay. Joe Burrow. Yeah. We have recently learned that Joe Burrow has bought a $7 million mansion in Cold Extreme Country Club. Okay. One of the premier private clubs. It's 190 acres. By the way, and those are the kinds of clubs that don't let us in, Daddy. Exactly. It has 18-hole golf course, and he are bought the fully him furnished. Now? No, this is all over the place. But here's the thing: this place, John, is so it is it is so elitist. Yeah. It is so. Um, what is the word? You know, they they I I couldn't even access their websites when I wanted to look at the the golf course. It's so course, exclusive.
2: That's the word you're describing. It's for. so Private.
0: exclusive. It's so exclusive yeah. that the website required you to be a member to just to look at the golf course online digitally.
1: Yeah. It sounds like is, you don't. It sounds yeah. like you don't got it like that. John, here's We the thing. have
0: money, John.
2: We just, honestly, we're just embarrassing. That's the problem. That's why they don't
0: listen to places like that. Here's the most interesting part, John. He previously lived in Columbia, Tusculum. Next to who? Next to Bridget Jankars
2: Whoa. of our show. Yeah,
0: and Bridget saw him driving on the street once. Saw so him driving on the street and repeatedly approached him about this show. And so now he moves all the way out. So Joe Boro already exists? exist? Yes. Wow. Now he moves all the way out. Yeah. And, John, I'm a little bit concerned because his previous home was five minutes from Pecoras Stadium. Yeah. And this new place, this new golf course, where he's going to be with his horses and with all the elitists, it is a 15-minute drive, John. That means he's only going to be able to put one-third of the work into the off season unless he gets a faster car John how uncomfortable does it make you to know that Joe Burrow is just living it up now oh, I'm very by the way the
2: price of that mansion seven million dollars
1: I'm very uncomfortable being on the show right now why John spotlight Joe. is on you
0: <laughs> all
2: right $7 million? 7 million dollars $8 I
0: Was it 8 million? I didn't was I did It was a lot of money. Dollars. Yeah. Yeah. John in
2: Cincinnati mind you where you can get a pretty decent house for like what?
0: 150,000? Yeah. You can get uh John what can you get for
1: 150,000? Two bedroom? Not a pretty decent house. Not a decent house. You guys haven't been on the market in a while have you? No, we bought our houses back in the 80s,
2: John. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. I think. Okay. I guess we're going to do our Super Bowl show and predictions next next week. Is that okay? Well, what should
2: people put in the YouTube? I think in the YouTube comments you should answer my question. You switch Mahomes and you switch Burrow, and what happens? I like it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Also. Also. Yeah. Would you trade T. Higgins? Why are there having I'd to be like two to things? Know. Now no one knows to talk
2: okay. about again. Okay,
0: okay, forget it. Yeah, Mahomes or Burrow. And, Chiefs, and
2: thumbs Vegas. up it and like it and subscribe and notifications. Yeah. Yes. And follow John on Twitter at... John, what was the game? And, and send him pictures of your crystals. Do not send him... No, do not send him Chris, Christ pics.
0: <laughs> All right. That's all we have. A2Z Sports, for John Sheeran. Don't forget a 2 slash Cincinnati for John Sheeran articles. We'll see you next time. So long. You time.
1: Thank you for listening to Believe.